everybody, and welcome back to Expand Cool, where we dive deep into the things that we think are worth talking about. I'm Kevin. And I'm Sam. And today we're talking about childhood video games. Aw, uh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Sam and I decided for today that we were just going to reminisce about a few of our favorite childhood games. Isn't that right? So many. But yes, we have decided on uh, three each, right? Yep. <laughs> I I maybe had a little less trouble narrowing down the list than you did. <laughs> that is very accurate. There were just so many good ones and so many memories. Yes, it was very difficult and nearly impossible for me to narrow down. Well, that's okay. We got there, and so now we can, you know, shoot the shit about some of these games. <laughs> yes. Our first games we want to talk about are just barely similar in nature. <laughs> 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 I wanted to talk about uh, Guitar Hero today, and Sam, what do you want to talk about? I wanted to talk about Rock Band. How dare you? <laughs> I know. I'm a monster. <laughs> no, both fantastic games, obviously, starting, you know, before them, DDR was like the only real rhythm-esque game that existed. Yep, and... that was up there for me. <laughs> right, right. And then Guitar Hero and Rock Band came out, and shook up the whole world of gaming (laughs) (laughs) it really did it really did guitar hero for those of you who don't know me and my history with gaming which is most of you uh guitar (laughs) hero is back then you know we didn't have steam you can't track how many hours you put into a game (laughs) but i know it was an amount that if i got to look at the number today i would be extremely disappointed in myself (laughs) that yes i highly agree for myself for rock band yeah it's horrifying to just think about all of the hours (laughs) yeah at least you know we were kids back then we were allowed to waste time but for me it was particularly depressing and i think i tried to justify it for myself but i couldn't that i played real guitar at the same time Mm -hmm. and i would spend more time (laughs) on guitar hero (laughs) than i would (laughs) practicing my physical real instrument (laughs) oh if only i'd switch those hours around (laughs) Well, I mean, Guitar Hero is is like it's so easy to just get into and listen to like mu- like songs that you remember and can really get into and you can play with your friends and don't worry, same for me for Rock Band. Right. It was perfect. It's like getting to air guitar but you're getting positive feedback for it. <laughs> Right, exactly. Which is amazing. It's, you know, it's like going to karaoke, but there's a score involved. Like, <laughs> uh, it's awesome. And as video game lovers, both of us, that, oh, it was so cool to combine music with games. Yes, most definitely. Yeah, and like, for me, I, like, I liked playing the guitar. It was a lot of fun. So I liked Guitar Hero. But when Rock Band came out, I lost my mind because I had always wanted to play the drums and I was able to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not, you know, super similar, but it was so much fun. And you could just beat the crap out of these, you know, plastic (laughs) drum set that didn't make a lot of noise and your parents weren't yelling at you. (laughs) And you could hear music and, like you were saying, get positive feedback from playing this plastic set of drums. (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, I... I loved playing Guitar Hero, and it was the f- first game I had. I didn't have Rock Band for a long time, but 
when I got it, I also was like, oh, the drums. Well, this is going to be new and different. And that was the moment I realized that, you know, the instruments I played in real life were a piano, violin, guitar. And then when right. I played drums, I realized there was one aspect of it I was really good at. And that was the hands. And then there was this <laughs> thing down below that you had to hit with your foot. <laughs> Some of you might be familiar. Yeah, I, it really made the drums almost impossible for me to get really good at in that game. <laughs> But it was still a lot of fun. It was uh, it was so much fun. I played with my brother and sister. I played with my friends. I played by myself. It was just so easy to just start up and play a couple songs. And then you're like, oh, I need to go to bed. <laughs> right, right. And it was it was even better. I mean, for favorite songs that I have, you know, I might. Oh, yeah. Them several times. And. But for that, it was even better because not only are you listening to this song you really like over and over, but you're getting better at it each time. Mm-hmm. And so it feels like you're nailing it and you're getting to listen to a song you'd probably put on repeat anyway. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I had so I put a ton of time into Guitar Hero single player. Like I started with Guitar Hero 2 and then found out there was a Guitar Hero 1 just by math. And then (laughs) got Rock the 80s, Guitar Hero 3, Uh, Guitar Hero World Tour. And, you know, Rock the 80s comes out and it is just Guitar Hero 2. There's no difference in the games, except (laughs) it's just like a DLC pack of 80s music, which is great. Because there's lots of great 80s guitar tracks. But I spent so much time on this game. And just like you in Rock Band, like we played this game with friends and like, you know, played competitively, played together. and our library, local library, had a Guitar Hero tournament. <laughs> nice. And so, uh, well, we had to go because, uh, yeah. <laughs> first off, my friends made me go because, again, I put way too much time into this game. <laughs> and uh, it really speaks to how high the skill cap is in these games is that <laughs> I lost. <laughs> I put in tons of time into this game, and this dude smoked me in the finals. <laughs> I was like, okay. I, I almost felt a little good for losing. <laughs> right, because you were like, oh, okay, I didn't spend as much time. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so it was actually kind of a bittersweet loss. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's great. Yeah, I think (laughs) a great and just plainly pathetic moment that I had with Rock Band was when I would play at home with, like, my brother or sister, and, like, my brother would want to play guitar, and I'd be like, yeah, that's totally fine. I'll play the drums. Oh, and I'll also sing. (laughs) Oh, there you go. And we didn't have, like, a mic stand or anything, because that's for people with, like, you know... That really care about it. And so I, I like wrapped the microphone so it would hang like it would go around my shoulders and then it would hang on one side. And I would just like sing into the microphone <laughs> playing drums. And like it could only be a song that I really knew because right. otherwise I would have to pay attention to the pitch and stuff. Right, right. But yeah, I just remember my like mom coming down the stairs and being like, what are you doing? <laughs> and I'm like, what? I love this song. I want to sing it and play the drum. Yeah, why not? She's like, oh my God, you've have, you have spent way too much time playing this game. And I'm like, that is accurate. You just don't get it, mom. <laughs> right? <laughs> this game was great for playing with friends too, because 
people could play it, but if you didn't want to play it, you could just hang out and watch people because that was just as much fun. Yeah, and like we we played a ton of Guitar Hero too with our friends, and that was a ton of fun. And like I feel like for Rock Band, for me at least, it was like added so that more people could join because not right. only you could have more people, but also like some people just wanted to sing, some people just mm-hmm. wanted to play drums, like blah blah blah, you know. And so that was kind of cool to be able to play with more people, and more people were into it. So. Right. I really like that element of rock band as well. Um, Speaking of your drums and mic playing, I theorized, (laughs) I never got to do this, but I theorized (laughs) that you could play all four rock band instruments at the same time. Okay. (laughs) You got to break it down. So you're sitting on the ground and you have both guitars taped together like a double neck guitar (laughs) and you somehow manage to play both with your arms. Uh You know, that's the easy part. Then... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> at your feet you put the four drum pads oh my right gosh. <laughs> so you can hit those yep then you've got the mic hanging in front of you similar to how you had it yep but you're missing an element right you're yeah. missing the kick pedal uh-huh. so naturally you put that next to your head <laughs> <laughs> and you can just bop your head against it and oh easy yeah play all four instruments you know Taste every song. no problem solo who needs friends? Expert. Expert. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. But, yeah, it was it was a lot more fun with four actual people, I would say, <laughs> to get to play every part. And just like you said, <laughs> like, while obviously guitar was my favorite part to play, it was fun when I got to do drums and singing because, like, you know, just getting to rotate parts around, getting to play the parts where I'm, like, not as good was, you know, sometimes even more fun. Right, because you're like, oh, this is like kind of more challenging, and I don't remember that again. <laughs> like, I remember it now. <laughs> right, exactly, uh, yeah. Yeah. Good times, good times. Well, the next game I wanted to talk about is totally different. <laughs> <laughs> what? In more ways than one, uh, it's called Mercenaries Playground of Destruction. It was on the PS2. And uh, this game is, you know, it's a third-person shooter, but it's completely single-player, so... You know, no music. Well, there's some in the game, but no no musical <laughs> element, no multiplayer. This is just a single player entertainment experience. And gosh, it felt like the best way I could describe it was like GTA, but in a war zone all the time. <laughs> so instead of just walking around like a neighborhood, you're just walking around a war zone kind of casually, <laughs> <laughs> um, which was tons of fun. So like the gameplay loop of this was you're a mercenary and you're in North Korea and there's all these different um, factions that you can do missions for and ally with. Uh, there's South Korea, the Russian mafia, China, the allied nations and North Korea. Unfortunately, the game didn't let you ally with North Korea, but I get it. You know, it was a different time. You, you weren't allowed to explore with stuff like that. <laughs> um, so the the main story of the game is obviously, you know, trying to take down North Korea. But that was obviously not the most fun part. The most fun part would be <laughs> doing a mission for South Korea and then turning around and stabbing them in the back immediately after. <laughs> I mean, that is the most fun. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of the point, like. If you really wanted to play this game to min-max, you know, you'd you'd alternate doing missions for everybody and keep all of your standings in good faith because there were literal bars that would go red or green if you were in good standings with a certain nation. 
by the end of my time playing that game, they were always all in the deep red. <laughs> no one was a fan of me and my doings. Um, but yeah, like the customization in that game and also just the freedom of so you had like airdrops for vehicles and guns where you could just like pay this random company who knows what they were <laughs> to get <laughs> any vehicle or gun anywhere you want at any time <laughs> so you could just be about to do this mission and be like i want this sports car <laughs> or i want this <laughs> tank or i want this you know helicopter whatever so you could basically customize how you play the game at any moment which is fantastic mm-hmm I remember it's kind of sandboxy in a way that, you know, when you're doing a mission, you kind of have to find the, follow the guidelines of the mission. If you're like trying to escort these people for South Korea, if you like kill them or something, you fail the mission. Mm-hmm. But when you're not doing a mission, you can do pretty much whatever you want. <laughs> I remember <laughs> there was this giant i think it was literally called the black gate on one of these maps that looked kind of like the black gate in lord of the rings it was this <laughs> big armored giant massive black gate for uh this north korean co- compound and i uh commandeered a civilian car <laughs> and uh loaded it with c4 <laughs> to the brim and got in the driver's seat and started driving my way towards that black gate <laughs> Waiting for someone to go in so the gates would open. <laughs> Followed in behind him. <laughs> leapt out of the car at the last second. <laughs> the car got jammed in between the gates. <laughs> I just hit the button and the whole gate just comes crashing down. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> and it was stuff like that that just was absolutely ridiculous. But the game kind of encouraged at times that was so much fun it was oh gosh it was fantastic it like wasn't trying to put you in this like specific controlled box like you could just do whatever yeah the map the maps were very large like a couple times in the game you would switch to like a new map and those switches would be plot based and story driven but Uh it would drop you in a map and be like okay there are these like targets of korea you're supposed to get and then it would basically never mention them again unless you like did digging. It, the game would never be like, hey, you got to do the main mission. It was just like, no, that's the point. The purpose of the game was to just do whatever the heck you wanted. And if you really wanted to, you know, complete the game and do the thing you're supposed to do, you could. That's fine. But it was great being like encouraged exactly to be like, I'm going to just I'm going to blow these buildings up because I feel like it. <laughs> That that does sound a lot of fun. I don't think I really played a game similar to that. That was as free. Yeah, it was really unique, especially for the time. I felt like any other game, especially single player like that, was so story and campaign driven that mm-hmm. it's strict. It was. Yeah, exactly. It was very freeing and it, it easily sunk a ton of my hours. <laughs> I mean, you had to find out, like, all of the stupid things you could do. Yeah, right. (laughs) And, like, with most, like, story games, especially even today when I'm playing a story game, if I come back to it, I'm like, okay, oh, yeah, where was I in the story? Oh, what was the last thing I did? In that game, it did not matter because your actions (laughs) just (laughs) from each time you played didn't matter what you did last because, like, yeah, it doesn't matter. I'll just do something different this time. Exactly. It was was tons of fun. (laughs) I remember... The, my most favorite thing about that game was discovering that there were some cheats. Oh, nice. 
you know, there's like, they could be invincible and stuff like that, which, you know, can be entertaining. But right. the best was there was this cheat weapon supply drop that you could get from the helicopter. <laughs> okay. And it included one very comical weapon, which was a grenade pistol. <laughs> <laughs> That would just, you know, it was like a mod in a Halo game. Like, you just had a pistol and you would shoot these grenades at people at, like, very rapid speeds. Right. It was just silly. And then there was my favorite weapon in the game, which was a rocket launcher that just shot nukes. (laughs) And so you could go into the, like, Russian, like, main city and just blow it up with one rocket (laughs) and just move on to a new city. And they would eventually rebuild their HQ and stuff so you could go do missions for them. Uh, there were times okay. you come back and they hadn't had time. And there's the man standing outside who you have to, like, ask to come in. And whenever uh-huh. you were in bad standings with a nation, you know, you'd have to bribe him. Uh-huh. Like, hey, you know, we're good. Uh, <laughs> but you come back and the whole city's leveled and there's this man standing where their building should be. <laughs> and he's like, hey, man. You got to pay us some money. You pay him like three grand and he'd be like, come on in. <laughs> Their whole city's been decimated. And it's like, ah, oh, three grand. We're fine. We're cool. We get it. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's but yeah, that, that was a very entertaining game. In my childhood. <laughs> oh my gosh. You had a wartime game on your list of games, didn't you, Sam? Yes. Yes, I did. A Battlefield 1942. Now it's definitely stricter than <laughs> Mercenary. Sure. But... I think one of my favorite things about Battlefield 1942, besides the theme, (laughs) would be that you could play online with other people, but why would you do that? Because other people online suck. Sure. (laughs) So I would play with my brother, my sister, and my dad. And those of you who know my sister, she does not play video games very much. And so it was like a miracle that we were able to find something that she would also play with us. Right. You found the the perfect fit. Yeah. And the crazy thing was, was that she was like, gosh, she was pretty young. I would say maybe like six. Oh my <laughs> like, gosh. <laughs> like she was pretty young when she, like, we had to like explain a lot of things, but like she did a pretty good job. Like she got it. Nice. And <laughs> We would all play on a team and then we would like fight versus like the AI. And and like what we what my dad would do was be set up where these settings would basically like we would be able to have access to all of the different like you could have tanks, you could have anti-aircraft guns, you could have submarines, like ships. Like there's so many things that you could like fly or like maneuver in that game and if you played like online you would never like be able to get to one in time so like it was really fun to have just access to all of those things and learning to fly and crashing immediately because (laughs) it was so hard in that game there were like a bunch of different classes you could be like you could you know be the scout there is a medic there was um anti-tank with like a grenade launcher um an engineer and then like a person with an assault rifle and like so like you could try out all these different weapons and like they were all you know based 
1942. Mm-hmm. So like they were that era of weaponry and like that era of, you know, the Axis fighting against the Axis powers, or you could be the Axis powers. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there would be the um, Germans, there would be, they didn't really, the only people that you could really tell like who they were were when the Germans spoke. <laughs> okay, sure. There were there was there was Italians as well, but like and then there was like obviously Americans, but like for the most part it was kind of difficult to tell if they were European unless they were speaking like German. Right. Because like for for whatever reason it seemed like in that game they just kind of didn't put as much effort into the less like known access so like i mean maybe i'm just remembering wrong because it's been a while but like one of the craziest things about this game is that i had a dream about this game okay and (laughs) so it was a dream where we were playing on the computer like my brother my dad my sister and we got sucked into the game so we were like actually like fighting and like in the game. We had to fight for our lives and like if we survived we could come back out of the game. Oh. Yeah. It was the it was the Matrix. <laughs> it was really intense. Yes, it was basically the Matrix. And we were riding on a helicopter which in the game there are no helicopters. <laughs> but we were riding in a helicopter and my Sister was manning the gun, and she got shot out of the helicopter. And, like, I just remember it being so traumatizing that I, like, woke up in, like, tears and, like, ran to my sister's room to make sure she was okay. (laughs) And, like, oh, my gosh. I remember not playing that game for a little while after that. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to ask, did you then immediately go down and start playing again? <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, no, like, I love that game. But yeah, that was definitely a very memorable dream associated with it. Oh my gosh. That's wild. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of battling, I know you have another game that's similar where you can play online. I do, I do. Uh, I wanted to talk about Star Wars Battle of Front. Thank you for that uh, battling segue, Sam. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so, uh, well, I had both Star Wars Battlefront 1 and 2. Uh, 1 is the superior game. Don't argue with me otherwise. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> No arguments here. <laughs> we, play, we played a ton of the original Star Wars Battlefront. Uh, both my brother and I and my friends, we would play this game all the time. And... It was, gosh, this game had everything. First off, it was Star Wars. Yes. (laughs) But, you know, similar to like you were saying, Battlefield 1942, it had classes for every type of, every team you could be, for, you know, the stormtroopers, for the rebels, for whatever, for... And like sometimes it was added when you were, when you were, you were able to be all the different droids. Like I remember mm -hmm. that being super cool. Yep, yeah, you could be Super Battle Droid, you could be Droidica, you could be... Yes! You could be everything, yeah, (laughs) it was fantastic. And then also, like, all the maps were very different and well Uh, thought out. They weren't just, like, slight variations on a theme (laughs) or, like, you know, oh, it's it's the same map, but we put a skin on it that kind of looks like 
that Star Wars planet. Right, yeah. The maps were all very good and very fun, but I remember a few things from this game that uh, have stuck with me over the years. Whenever you are killed or killing someone, it gives notifications in the top right corner of like people who have died. Um, and so my friends and I would always come up with funny names to name ourselves so that those messages would be entertaining. <laughs> One of my friends uh, named himself a cow. And so <laughs> if you killed him, it would be, you know, you killed a cow. And <laughs> he jumped off the edge, you know, it would just say a cow died and stuff like that. <laughs> and in a similar vein, but, uh, you know, slightly more targeted, one of my friends came up with a mob of nuns. And so, you know, a mob of nuns died. You killed a mob of nuns. How could you? Um, or somehow, it, even worse fate, you were killed by a mob yeah. of nuns. That's, wow. That's just sad. That was thankfully not one of my nightmares after playing this game. But um, the, the gameplay in this game was so much fun. And when you were playing with someone, after we played this game a lot, if you were playing with two people, on the same team against the other team. And for reference in this game, like you would always be playing, your teams are massive. So you wouldn't always, you couldn't be the only two people on your team. You'd have multiple AI against multiple AI. Right. But once you got to the point where you were good at this game, you wouldn't lose. Like if you were on the same team, you could not lose this game. It was like impossible to lose. Right. So we would make it harder on ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, of we'd course. Make it more entertaining. <laughs> I remember in particular on like Hoth, uh, as the Empire, you start in the AT-ATs, and uh, mm -hmm. there's two of them, so there's one for each of you. And <laughs> we just start, and ground troops start running in front of you towards uh, the rebel base immediately, and you just look down and start blowing them to smithereens. <laughs> 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 just to even the odds a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and kind of give yourself that little extra challenge. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> but there were some maps where we just... Uh, tried to see how long we could uh, last where uh, I remember a friend of mine and I on Kashyyyk docks, there were, you know, these two elevated platforms on either side. Yep. And if you're doing like clones versus droids, which makes sense, the droid army would be coming through the middle of the river up to the shore. And we would just stand on each platform as snipers <laughs> and just race to see how many kills each of us could get and try to, you know, outkill the other person. Uh, like a Lord of the Rings thing. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> 93, 94, that kind of thing. But of course, that almost always inevitably devolved into us looking across the dock at the other person and trying to snipe them instead. <laughs> <laughs> because I mean, they were getting too many kills. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which was also a ton of fun in, it, in and of itself. <laughs> there were like game modes that were all tons of fun. I mean, Star Wars Battlefront 2 obviously added like space battles and stuff like that mm, mm -hmm. but there was one mode in battlefront 2 that was the most fun is you know there was assault which typically was a space battle but if you picked a specific map in the game moss Isley, and then you picked assault it wasn't a normal assault game play <laughs> it was all the heroes in the game in two teams <laughs> It was oh. like all of the Jedi and other heroes like Han and Chewie and those guys versus all of the Sith. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was so much fun. So you would always get to play as, you know, some... Like a cool character, exactly, like main character. A really cool character with cool powers and stuff like that. Nice. That was some of the most fun I had in, in 
Battlefront 2 was playing that map because it, you could just always change it up. There were tons of heroes you could play as, so you could always like... That's cool. Vary it up. Oh, it was tons of fun. But at the end of the day, Battlefront 2 was great. But one of the best maps in all games, I think, for multiplayer is in Battlefront 1, Bespin Platforms. And this map is the best. Don't at me. It's so good <laughs> in that it's it's this narrow passageway where both teams are going to collide in the middle. Where it's like, okay, cool. Now, why is that exciting? Because while there's this great firefight happening in the middle of this map, on both ends of the map are the platforms with ships on them. And so there's a dogfight also happening in midair while people are also trying to get behind enemy lines in their ships so they can steal command points and stuff from the back. Oh, yes. You would be able to, when you were playing with someone, set up a queue of maps you wanted to play. Mm -hmm. And then it would play through all of those and then it would stop whenever you finished the last map. You could just queue up Bespin platforms like a dozen times. <laughs> yes, yes, you could, especially if you were, well, if I don't know as much about the multiplayer, but I remember for single player, you could just like queue up the maps and like, you could just keep playing it as many times as right, you wanted. Like, I just want to play Bespin platforms over and over again. That's what we did because I'm like, this map is the best map. <laughs> but yeah, oh, that's still, I mean, I... I've played that game recently on like the Steam release of the classic uh, Star Wars Battlefront because that game still holds up. It's so much Yeah, fun. it's so good. Yeah, I just remember doing, um, you know how the, the Stormtroopers had their little bikes. I remember one of the maps, you could get on one of those and it was a desert map and you could literally just drive around in the desert like and just leave everyone. <laughs> Yeah, it was satisfying to try. <laughs> so awesome. Oh my gosh. They were so cool. And I remember in some of those maps, you would be able to fly the TIE Fighters and they sounded so cool because they sounded exactly like in the movies. Yeah, and... I'm not going to attempt to make that screech on my right now. <laughs> what? But yeah, it's very iconic. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I remember being terrible at flying all of the things and all of those kinds of games, but it was so much fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, on Hoth, you could do exactly the uh, snowspeeder maneuver they yes. do in Empire, where oh my one gosh. of you driving and one of you is on the hooks trying to, you know, take down the AT-ATs. It, it was so good. That one good. was so fun. Oh, it was a lot of fun. That game is amazing. It is. It truly is. Well, some names of things you might remember in a game you wanted to talk about, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully we will see the next game or the final game that i wanted to talk about is uh city of heroes what the heck is city of heroes <laughs> similar to what the name says you um get to build a character that is a hero and you are going to be fighting all of these escaped convicts and then eventually much better beings and my favorite by far favorite part of this game is the ability to make your appearance literally okay we talked about this not anything but very close to anything it is much more unique and specialized than i feel like most games of this nature are um it is an mmo and so, okay, for example, 
I had created a character that was over seven feet tall and was a giant lizard, which wow, what to you, Kevin, is not a surprise. But her name was Spiketra, <laughs> and she was called a slasher, and this oh. was like a class, so you could have Wolverine esque claws come out. All right, sign me up. Yeah, <laughs> and like, like just kick the shit out of people and like my dad and i would play this game a lot and his character that with me was a lady that was similar to like wonder woman but she did electricity and so like she would just do she had a bunch of like electricity combos and um I made a different character at one point where I could control energy. And the way that they did it was that you had like these really weird, like bubbly blobs that would be your quote unquote energy that you would control. And like, depending on, you know, your level, you could do different things with it. Like you could just do like a snipe type attack or like you could push them up into the air and then push them back down with the same energy. Like the amount of things that you could do along with the fact that it looked so cool and so much like a hero game, it was just so unique. And I was so sad when it was taken off and we weren't able to play anymore. Right. But there are just so many great moments in that game. Um, and then like a subsequent game, that city of villains. And so you could be a villain. Ah, okay. That was really cool too. And um, you could fly like eventually you could do super jump, you could do super speed. And like with it, they had that game set up was in my opinion, unique and versatile in the characters. And I don't know, I have just such great memories of playing that game. And like, there, there's not ever a moment that I can remember like, oh, this game sucks. Sure, right. Yeah, I would, I, I've, I died in that game like a decent amount, but it was never like, oh, I'm never playing this game again because I died. Like, right, it was still an enjoyable experience. Exactly. And like, I feel like a lot of people would love to be a hero and beat up convicts and criminals or the opposite, you know, be a villain and beat up heroes. <laughs> like, <laughs> like how many, like, do you remember like how many characters you made? Oh my gosh. I made probably at least 15 different characters. Ooh, I, any sort of MMO I've played, I've never, <laughs> ever made anything close to that many. It, there were just so many. It was, it was amazing. And like, the only reason, I, the only reason I bring up those two specific characters was because those were the two that I played the most. Sure. But like, you could be like a rogue and become invisible, and then like, you know, sneak up on someone and like stab them, or like, you know, there were there were a lot of different things that you could be and then also what was cool was that if you chose something you could still kind of branch out into other things right you wouldn't be locked into that when you made a character right 
That's really cool. Like, I feel like most MMOs I've played, even if they have a certain amount of customization, has never had such an amount that even... Yeah, like, I, I can't even imagine an MMO where even if I played it to death, where I would have 15 characters, just because... Right. I would have exhausted the amount of customization the game has already offered me in the characters and builds it has. So that's awesome. That's so cool. Yeah, no, I played so much of that game and was so sad when it was no longer online. But I don't know if it is real, but I have seen something about people setting up a server for City of Heroes that have Uh kept it running. Uh I don't know about Uh any of if it's real or if it Uh is not, like, no clue. But (laughs) I might have to check it out. (laughs) She's got hope. It's a dangerous thing. (laughs) Very, very dangerous. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, when they they re-released Star Wars Battlefront, I was stoked, but that's that's the kind of thing i wouldn't have expected and if if someone told me right? like oh hey we're gonna like re-release mercenaries or something i'd be like don't you <laughs> toy like, with me don't even say this <laughs> like tell me when it's out don't don't yes, tell me exactly <laughs> don't whisper sweet nothings <laughs> right exactly well i hope for your sake that city of heroes does come back and i hope for my sake, it comes back because it sounds like I missed out on a really awesome game. You definitely did. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Well, I also think uh, there are a few games that didn't make this list. A few? <laughs> yeah, right. Well, several <laughs> games that didn't make this list. And some of which, you know, we just couldn't have them on. But there are some in particular that, especially ones that Sam and I both played a ton, where those will definitely be making their own episodes in the future solo because we have plenty to dive deep on on those. <laughs> yes, probably more than you want. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah, we, we might have to spread them out a little bit so you don't get sick of us talking about a, a video <laughs> game we played like 10 or 15 years ago a ton. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. But some, of, but some of those games, I mean, yeah, we played when we were like, you know, five or 10 or something like that. But have potentially played when we were 20 and yeah like, oh definitely <laughs> just because that game was still that good <laughs> that much yes. longer ago so definitely some games didn't make this list because we'll have episodes for those in particular yes most definitely now kevin it's your turn this week to make a recommendation you're right it is and i do have one this week it was easy because i was watching it right before i got on the podcast um <laughs> It was just that easy. (laughs) I would recommend it's on Netflix. I I think it might be on other stuff. So I'm sorry if you don't have Netflix, but it's uh, comedians in cars getting coffee. And it's Jerry Seinfeld's show where each episode is just him in a fancy or sometimes not fancy car picking (laughs) up a comedian, a famous comedian and going to get coffee and just shooting the shit. It's (laughs) it can be hit or miss. But it's a perfect show to just have on because there's there's no plot. There's no episode, <laughs> episode arc. There's nothing. It's just two comedians talking to each other, which turns out is usually pretty darn funny. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, yeah, I would totally recommend. Like, I just had it on the background while I was working on other stuff and just, you know, get these little tidbits of hilarious jokes that <laughs> either hit Jerry or whatever guest he has on says. And 
it's fantastic. I think they have like, and they have like six seasons of this show. So, oh wow, throw it on, and they've got dozens of comedians, and it's great. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I might have to check it out. I would recommend it. Well, thank you very much. Um, this has been Expand Cool. Check us out on Facebook.com slash Expand Cool or Twitter.com slash Expand Cool for episode information and polls for episode topics. Now, feel free to tell us about your favorite childhood game on social media, um, whether you listen to this when it comes out or far in the future. If you want to directly support us, visit Patreon.com slash Expand Cool. And tune in next week for our discussion on the Elder Scrolls Skyrim. I'm Sam. And I'm Kevin. Thank you for listening.